What's going on guys? Welcome to People Playing Games, and this is a very special episode. We're out here in beautiful Long Beach, California. TwitchCon 2017 has just kicked off, and joining me is none other than player unknown himself, Brendan Green. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good to be on the show, and uh, yeah, looking forward to our chat. So it's been quite a year for you. This time last year, uh, Battlegrounds didn't exist yet on people's radar. Uh, flash forward to today, it's it's the biggest multiplayer game out there. You know, over 13 million copies sold. Uh, it's it's the biggest thing on Steam. So uh, I imagine your life has changed quite a bit since then. Yeah, I travel quite a bit more. Um, apart from having the the success and, and like seeing these incredible numbers, you know, apart from, and, and traveling to a lot more conventions. I, I, people ask me this, oh, your life has changed. It's like, it's not really, you know, I still, I'm the same kind of person. I still wear the same clothes and, and don't, my habits haven't changed a lot more, but yeah, traveling a lot more and living out of a suitcase is, a, is an adjustment, but one I am very happy to make. And do you find yourself uh, getting swarmed by fans now every time you're, you're out at these events? No, no, thank God. Uh, they still don't know what I look like. And I tend to kind of stay away, not all the time, but like, you know, I'm not there all day basically so i'm not getting swarmed yet i'm still somewhat unknown which is fine by me i, I like having my anonymity awesome so player still somewhat unknown yeah yeah player uh, player sometimes leave me the fuck alone <laughs> i like that that should be uh that could be the sequel <laughs> so yeah we'll definitely talk a lot more about battlegrounds but i want to rewind a bit just kind of get into your gaming history so what's the first game you ever played Oh god, the first like on oh well no, I had like an Atari twenty six hundred when I was a kid. My dad got it for us. Um and you know, all the, the rafter games on that. But multiplayer, I remember playing like MUDs on Telnet in, in college. Um and but online kind of multiplayer three D element that would have been Delta Force Black Hawk Down. That was the first like multiplayer online game that I really fell in love with and really wanted to play until the servers died, which I did. Awesome. And of course, you know, part, Battlegrounds was largely born out of your modding experience. So how did you first get into doing that? It was just through like hosting a Daisy mod server and seeing that, okay, modding isn't that hard. I'd always heard about modding via, via, you know, GTA or any of these other like Skyrim. And I never really thought about looking into it. And then when I got into Daisy mod and I saw, okay, I can write scripts that can change stuff. And now I understand how this is done that sort of gave me like the, the the courage to go okay let's let's see if i can make a mod myself and, and battle royale was born and when you were doing all that did you ever think it would it would turn into a career of making games or was it more just something you were doing for fun i was doing it for fun i was doing it to make a game i wanted to make i i always thought this had a really good chance of being a successful concept but you know i had to wait for the right time for the right company to make it and luckily blue hole came along and, and we have battlegrounds now but you know i always envisioned it being an amazing kind of esport and a great spectacle to see in, in in stadiums and such but you know i never envisioned the success we'd have like it's been as like it's 15 million plus copies now and 2 million 2.2 million ccu which is like what <laughs> definitely crazy is there one specific milestone when when it hit you that you know this is this is something bigger than you ever expected or is it just like the, the constant the constant barrage of of uh, success it's been a bit a bit of both yeah. i mean like the million player ccu that was a pretty big kind of like holy holy hell boys you know <laughs> it's like this is serious and then hitting two million last a few weeks ago again that was kind of like what but you know there has been such a barrage of like you know fastest game to a million copies sold the fastest game to 100 million all these kind of like that they kind of go over your head and they, it kind of it doesn't quite sink in you know that 
yeah it, I'm we're trying to keep it you know keep do it in our stride you know keep working on the game and not let these numbers get to our head and because they're such big numbers they don't get to our heads because they do go over your head you're kind of going okay another million yay um <laughs> So while all this is going on, while the game continues to grow and, and blow up, I'm kind of curious what, what a typical day for you is like uh, at the studio. I, if, if I'm not mistaken, you're, you're located in Korea right now uh, with Blue Hole. So yeah, what's a typical day of being PUBG's creative director? Well, for me right now, a typical day is hopping on an airplane and flying um, <laughs> and going and meeting fans and doing press and interviews. Like I was in Russia um, on Monday for the day to do press conferences. So like I was in the offices by... 9am to do briefings and then run through stuff and do do practices and then you know one o'clock i started doing interviews every 15 minutes with different outlets and then meeting fans for an hour and doing stage shows and like basically until 10 o'clock that night just every 15 minutes doing something else but i'm not going to complain i love doing that but like in the office it's really more that i have kind of a an overall sort of broad vision about what's going on with the game be it you know new theme music or you know new assets or new ideas and and really trying to make sure that the vision for the game is kind of uh along the right track you know and kept where i wanted to be so you know really i i don't do much physical work on the game because i have a team that do that people tell me to pick, fix my game all the time and if I tried, I'd probably break it. You know, that I have a team to fix the game. Like, it allows me to go traveling and doing all this PR and stuff. And, you know, which is important for the game. I keep saying, like, I'm the face, they're the heart and soul. You know, that you can tell me to fix my game, but I would set the servers on fire if I tried. Um, so it doesn't sound like you have a ton of free time. But how do you spend your time when you're not, you know, heads down with doing press and, and working on PUBG? Um... Netflix and chill. No, um, I wish I had the chill part. Um, no, I mean, honestly, I do like uh, I like a nice bottle of wine. I'm, I I like watching movies. I like relaxing. You know that that's my bag. So, nice bottle of wine. Like go chill somewhere in a hotel and just do nothing basically. You know. Do you do you play the game still, or do you play other games in your when you do have time? I don't play a lot of games in general, but like I play Battlefield 1 a lot. I love that game. Um, I love what they've done with it. I play my game occasionally, but I just don't get a lot of time because I want to play one game, I want to play 10 games, you know, that it's that addictive kind of nature. But, you know, I love watching my game. Like I'm a big yeah, viewer on Twitch, basically, or on, on Mixer or the other thing. I just love watching people play the game. And yeah, speaking of watching people play the game, we are here at TwitchCon. So uh, what do you have planned for this weekend? How do you feel about the whole kind of awesome Twitch community that's that's built up for this? It's Twitch, right? I love it. I mean, it's it's you get some wonderful people here and I've made some great friends and, and great acquaintances and just general fans that you meet here. I'm like, I'm doing a meet and greet here on Sunday. I'm doing a panel with the guys from H1 and the Culling uh, tomorrow. And I just, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we have our own mixer tonight and it's great because it, it's a, they're like the fans on Twitch, they're just great. You know, they're super passionate about the games they love and here having this kind of central place to meet everyone is, is wonderful. Awesome. Uh, definitely going to be an exciting weekend. And, you know, to talk a little bit about just PUBG and its current state, how do you feel about where the game is at and what are some things we can expect uh, from it going forward? I mean, we still got a lot of work to do. We're working on optimizations right now, and a lot of this stuff takes months to do. And we just upgraded the engine to, I think it's 416 now internally from 414. And that's like a large part where we can't do more updates because there's some issues there. But we still want to test this stuff. We have our vaulting coming in. 
and more optimization. And it's like once we do 1.0 release later in the year, that's not it for us. You know, we want to keep developing over the next five, ten years. That we have this plan to kind of really, you know, improve and and balance and polish the game over the coming years. You know, and decades. Awesome. And um, you know, one thing going back to kind of the pre PUBG days. Um, I know you spent some time uh, as a photographer doing graphic design. Sure. So what were those experiences like? And did that end up influencing your work as a designer today? Oh, no, for sure. I mean, like just from my design background and even photography, you know, it's very important how things look, how things are composed, how things are designed, you know, that I want it to look good. I don't want it to look amateur, you know. And, you know, I often say like the you know the how to make your game look like triple a it's just attention to detail you know as pictures say pumping the lamp you know it's that just paying attention and doing the best job you can because someone will notice absolutely and and on a similar note uh are there specific creators and specific games that inspire you to to do what you do every day no um no i mean i i met like there was a guy um he made this game called coma it's like one guy spent four years making this single game. It's beautiful, you know? And that kind of inspires me that, like, these people have such passion for making these wonderful stories that, like, I feel a little, you know, like, uh, you know, fake news because, you know, my game is, like, there's some rules of the world. There's no story there. There's people create their own stories. And, and while that's amazing compared to, like, some of the, like, you know, we're up in game categories for... Um, you know, game of the year against games like Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn. And these games, they've spent, like, years doing single-player campaigns and quests. And I feel like, you know, really like fake news compared to <laughs> these guys, you know, where you're kind of, like, your game is just a basic set of rules and people create the stories. And the reason that it's such a wonderful game that people talk at the water cooler about is because it's just the freedom to create these stories. But, yeah, so, I don't know, it's, yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, for my last question, you know, you've, you've mentioned in interviews before, you're kind of, you want to find the next player unknown, oh, you know, sure. the, the, the next person that goes from being a modder that, that's able to create the next big thing. So what advice would you give to that person who wants to be the next player unknown? Just do make a game you want to play. That's what I did, you know, and for my next game, that's what I'm going to do. Because at the end of the day, even if it's not successful, you still have a game you want to play and you've not wasted your time because you have something, right? So do what you love like really don't do what you think other people want to play you know if you've got an original idea run with it you know and a lot of people will want to change it a lot of people will want you to put their version of stuff in but if you believe strongly enough in your idea just do it because that's what I did and look it requires luck and it requires saying yes sometimes when you think oh maybe this isn't the best idea but just say yes and jump at opportunity Awesome. Definitely worked out in your case. So hopefully, hopefully it works out for the next, the next player unknown, whoever they may be. Oh, hopefully. I mean, I really want to give someone else the same opportunities I had. You know, I've been incredibly lucky. And I want to give someone else that sense of luck. Awesome. Well, Brendan, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, where can people keep up with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, PlayerUnknown, or our game website, Play Battlegrounds. Um, uh, yeah, all the info is there. Awesome. So definitely follow Brendan. Definitely check out PUBG if you somehow haven't yet. And as always, guys, this has been People Playing Games. You could get us anywhere podcasts are available. You can follow me at Mike Andronico. Follow the show at PPG Podcast. And as always, keep on playing.